Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. How was the weekend, boys? It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was a good one. I did very little. Did you? I had a busy one. Yeah, no, I was at home quite a bit. I, I mean, I got a couple of things done around the house, but yeah, yeah, we didn't go out and do anything. Kind of relaxing, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good, and uh, weather was decent too, which was nice. Right? Yeah. It didn't snow. I didn't have to snow blow this weekend. <laughs> it's only the middle of April, <laughs> end of April. I've snow blowed twice in April. <laughs> I stopped March first. So. Yeah, yeah, you, it you melts. Put, you put your foot down. <laughs> That's it. I'm not doing that again. Um, 19 degrees, actually, supposed to get to today. So The locker room topic of the day. Things you do that feel illegal but are not. Mm. I saw this thing, and it was just sort of a write-up. It listed a bunch of stuff. Do you want to give some people some examples so that they can get thinking about this? So this one, what I'm seeing on this page is most of these things are yeah, things that are illegal but they thought were legal. Um, like I had, I was unaware that it's illegal to make elk noises at the elk in, in Yellowstone National Park. So he was driving around and making elk noises at them, which is illegal to do. Okay. Um, yeah. Downloading music through YouTube to MP3, um, things like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Jimmy, have you got one that feels illegal, but it isn't? Um, it might. I don't know. Would the amount of porn that I watch, would that be classed as, like, I watch a lot. <laughs> a lot. You guys have no idea. Like, it's a full day. I don't know, I don't if, know if it's illegal. It's if, probably not healthy for you. <laughs> Mine was, any oh. time I do a U-turn when I'm driving, I feel like it's illegal. Well, and sometimes it's legal. Sometimes it's legal. Sometimes it's yeah. illegal. So I just assume it's always illegal. Yeah. 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 I always feel like I'm breaking the law if I do a U-turn. Am I the only one that calls them? Uh, no. We've we had, already had this conversation. We had this conversation for sure. Deja yeah. vu here. Yeah. Where you were trying to take credit for it. I, I did. I came up with that term. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Things you do that feel illegal. All I, I got one. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do a bunch of blow on Friday night and then fire off fireworks at the kids on the street. <laughs> I think that is illegal. That is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> or stop doing that. The locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. And we're doing things that feel legal but aren't. Things that you're doing, right? Yeah. Uh, Christy said... How much I get paid feels illegal. I know for a fact that I get paid $12,000 less a year than a man in my position. So, hmm. I think that is illegal. 
here's here's what happens in situations. Okay. Oh, this is going to get us in trouble, isn't it? I no, 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 no. But it, but I make a, more than that less than other people in my position. That's about I make skills and experience and oh. <laughs> what you make is embarrassing, Jimmy. We don't need to go there. Here's what ends up happening in most business situations. Not all, but most business situations. And it took me a long time to figure this out. People are taken advantage of based on whether or not they feel like whether or not companies feel like they'll stand up for themselves. Yeah. And there's no real benchmark. There's no graphs or there's no equations, right? There's nothing. There's no playbook behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But if, if a company feels like they can take advantage of an individual based on how they'll react to situations, they will. They'll do it. Yeah. Right. And I, this became evident to me when I was, trying to become a program director, which is the boss in radio. I was working for a company and they were quite fond of doing these personality tests. So whenever there was a job available, you would have to go write this test or fill out these forms that gave you an idea of who you were, Mm -hmm. right? And then I would watch these individuals get these jobs ahead of me based on less experience, and and I, I I kept trying to figure out what why why am I getting passed up for these jobs? Because I got passed up for like three, four, five, six, seven jobs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't advancing. Actually, the the reason I ended up even getting a program director's job in radio was it was my general manager in the building I was working at. It was an fu to the company. <laughs> He legitimately legitimately was mad that they snapped at one of the program directors from Winnipeg. So he went, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm putting Lachlan in now. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. It sounds funny, but... It's always nice to hear. But I ended up watching... I'm going to hire the worst guy for the job. That's exactly what happened. Grant, I'm not even kidding. I can't even make this up. So... What ended up happening after a while was I started to figure out that people that got hired for these managerial jobs Mm -hmm. fit into the equation that they were looking for. These companies were looking for people that were able to make tough decisions and didn't have a lot of like loyalty issues and... Say what you will about me. I like equality. I like Mm -hmm. things to be fair. If they're not, it drives me crazy. I will fight for employees. Mm -hmm. I will, like, if somebody phoned me and said, I need you to fire everybody in the building and then rehire, I would be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So they were putting people in these jobs of, of, of authority managerial positions based on the fact that they knew that they could get that person to do things, shitty things like that. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I called it the leather, the black leather jacket brigade (laughs) because these guys had questionable morals. Yeah. Right. Because things kept coming out about these guys that got these jobs. And I was like, okay, but that's why I am too loyal. I'm 
And I'm not trying to come off as some good guy. Yeah. It's just the way I'm wired. I saw inequality when I was younger. It bothered the hell out of me. And I would have been a horrible boss for a company that was trying to do shitty things. Yeah. And like they saw that. A woman less than a man. I would, I would fight for her. Yeah. If I saw that and I was in a position yeah, so to do something. It's, it's not Christie's fault she's getting paid less. It's the people in charge. Yes. The management are terrible people. Yeah. Generally speaking, people end up gravitating towards those positions yeah. based on the fact that they know they'll be able to do stuff like that. Because when you open up, the, when you get in a position of authority, you're looking at the books mm -hmm. and you're going, what? The midget's only making what? <laughs> How do we keep them there? <laughs> Speaking of that, um, as an update on this with the text line here, apparently Jimmy and Christy are starting an OnlyFans page together. So. Not together. <laughs> That's not a horrible idea. <laughs> because think her, where think you're her, losing you'd out be on living some, next to Daryl Cakes if you did I think, that. I think her husband might have an issue with it. <laughs> not if the bucks start rolling in. <laughs> it's work. Anyway, that's... Nothing personal? Not that we need to berate my point. Yeah. I'm just saying, Christy, I understand where you're coming from, but I, but it's also a personality thing. They look at Chris, Christy and they go, okay, she's not going to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. She's the type of person that, that'll come into work, she'll work hard, Do and even if job. she finds out she's making $12,000 less than the jackass that's doing the same job, she's probably going to still come to work and she's probably still going to bust her nut. Do a good job. So why would we make her why would we pay her the same yeah anyway the locker room topic of the day which has kind of morphed into a discussion about whether or not jimmy should be doing an only fans which he should be yes and uh christy's on board yeah because uh, i said they were going to start one together jimmy was like she has a husband uh christy did update us and said my husband said as long as i get paid i can do anything <laughs> so meet at the den of sadness at four <laughs> Watch the dollars roll in. <laughs> All kidding aside, Grant and I are not joking when we think you should be doing this. And hey, you don't have to get it out in helicopter or anything. No. It's literally like just little... You just live your life. People want to peep on you in the den of sadness. Your disgusting existence of a life. <laughs> <laughs> just wandering around your apartment. I bet there's a lot of people that would pay $5 a month to watch you do your dishes. The problem with that is that doesn't come around very often. <laughs> They'll get to see uh, that every once, couple months. Once or twice a month. <laughs> and now, another episode of Locker Room TV. All right. Jimmy, you need to pay attention to this video. Okay? This one's kind of for you. This is for you. Okay. We'll start it now. I will say this. I don't speak Spanish. No. So I have a feeling there's some swearing in here. <laughs> That's Spanish. I doesn't, apologize. Doesn't count if it's in another language. Are you sure? I believe. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think that's some sort of woman banging on a, a door of like an apartment. Yeah. Or a house outside on the street. So he's guy pops up from the top floor looking down. What's going on? Yeah. Couple guys walking by. She's creating quite a scene. It looks like he's dealing with something in the top. Oh, she's in. Oh, she got in. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a little person Jimmy. comes out from the top floor. Is that your sister? 
scales down the balcony. <laughs> bystanders are helping her get down. Yeah. <laughs> She's got some good core strength. There, there she goes. Oh, she put her skirt back on. She climbs into a cardboard box on She's the street. She's hiding. <laughs> That's your sister. She's I have no real people in my family. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so she got in. Yeah. The girlfriend or wife or whatever got in. Oh, now she comes out on the street looking. You guys see anything she's saying? Yeah. Yeah. He's on the balcony again. The Shirtless. cardboard box is moving. Oh, there, there she goes. goes. There she's off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she just didn't stay under the cardboard why box. Why did I? That's, that's what I thought. Everyone on the street is like, what just happened? We just saw a little person, <laughs> Cynthia White, climb out from the top floor. Just get handed down to a bunch of just random strangers. Hide under a box and then run away from an angry wife. Here's the thing, right? Like, the thing that I'm shocked about that is how intuitive everyone's involvement. Yeah, like, oh, we got to help. Yeah, we yeah. got to help that guy <laughs> hide the little person tramp from the wife. Three. Two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch this weekend? Yentl. When she gets up, her biggest decision is figuring out what to wear. <laughs> to pick a blouse, a skirt, and then there's the problem of what should she do with her hair. He was quite upset that it was a musical. <laughs> it's Barbara Streisand. What did you Not All of them are musicals. Like every five minutes, she was singing about some stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, that's... This is supposed to take place in 1904 when women weren't allowed to read scriptures. Like it was a, it was in Europe and like they were Jew, Jewish and they couldn't read. Like, and so she was pretending to be a guy so in order to learn. learn. Yeah, it's a good message. It's a great message. You two should watch the damn thing, too. You know what I probably will watch is the new Nicolas Cage movie, which you could have watched this last weekend. That's, that's the point I want. Okay, so let's recap here so that people are, are aware of what happened. I suggested, and not only that, quite a few people had texted me or sent me notes saying, you should make sure you get Jimmy to um, review the Nicolas Cage movie that's out in theaters that, that hit theaters last week. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's a good idea. I said, I might even take it, take him to it. Cause we'll to the I want I want to yeah. see it. It's called the unbearable weight of massive talent. And it's sort of a spoof on Nicolas Cage's life. He plays himself. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Um, and it's got unbelievable reviews like rotten tomatoes before it even hit theaters. It, the critic score was a hundred percent. People are loving the movie. And I like, I actually am a fan of Nicolas Cage. And the reason why everyone is sending this to us is because last year we made Jimmy watch Nicolas Cage movies all year long. Okay, so for some strange reason, and he's he's weird this way. He gets it in his head that he's not going to do something, mm -hmm. even Which if it's is, a good idea. Yeah, it's, once he no, I'm never going to do that. And I and yeah. I knew what he was doing all week last week because every day, remember, he was. We should do this for midget of the movie. Yeah, I had mentioned that we should do the go to the theater. Go to the theaters. And he didn't want to go. Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to make you go to the theaters. But every day he kept coming up with a new idea. A new idea for Midget at the Movies. So then he goes, well, it's Bab's birthday this weekend. Yeah, which was his idea. You brought that up. 
as an alternative I didn't think you were going to give me a bloody musical. We didn't. It was Robert, Stacy, and Chris. They all suggested it. After you suggested it. No. no. I'd never even heard of that movie before. No. It came in. It got texted. It was the first it was, text I, that came in. I think in. I went, Yen, I think I even called it Yenti. I was like, Yenti. Yenti. I was calling it Yenti. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, let's we do that We weren't even one. saying it, right? Yenti so was her name. You're focusing your anger on us. It's misplaced, is all I'm saying. Should be on the listener. Yeah. And yourself, really. Look inward before you look outward. Yeah, I'll look inward. <laughs> Why did that sound like a threat? It is. <laughs> that you're going to look inward? <laughs> My inner anger. All right. Can we move on? What's Let's do the whole qu- year of Barbara Streisand movies? <laughs> Jimmy, what's your rating? I wanted to give it less than zero, so I gave it a zero. So it's zero cops, an Oscar-winning movie from yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yentl gets a zero from our. The only thing mm, good about Tabor the movie residence. was was uh, Mandy Patinkin was in it. <laughs> All right, we uh, he was uh, in Diego Montoya. I think, I think we're done. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I think a lot of people have heard this story. So this woman, she's in the bathroom. It's an outhouse, and she drops her phone in the hole, and she somehow, I don't know how, she falls in. Yeah, she she was trying to reach it. Um, went into the into the outhouse. So she uh, she had to get fished out. So, at least she was able to call for help when she got down there. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Was she got her phone, called nine one one. They came and gave her a harness, pulled her up, hosed her off. Said uh, you should probably go to the hospital. And she said, "I'm just going to go home." <laughs> so we're telling outhouse jokes, okay? I'll tell mine. I used to tell this joke when I was a kid. Okay, back in the day when I uh, I used to think it was funny. To tell jokes? Mm -hmm. That got beaten out of me pretty quickly. (laughs) A man using an outhouse and is taking a pleasant dump one hot summer evening. As he finishes up, he stands up, wipes, and begins to pull his pants up. And out of his pants pops a loony. Okay? Falls down the hole. Damn it, he yells in anger. He then opens up the door, steps out, turns around, removes a $20 bill from his wallet, and throws it down the hole. His buddy, who was next in line, says, Hey, wh- what are you doing? To which the man replies, Well, I'm sure as hell not going down there for a buck. <laughs> but they'll do it for 20 <laughs> Oh, I should have had the laugh track. Yeah, we need the laugh it track. It would have been funnier with the laugh track. Yeah. Hang on here. That's what Big Bang Theory did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy, yours. Okay. Uh, what does Disney have in common with a guy in an outhouse in Chicago? I don't know, Jimmy. They're both making Frozen number two. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like one you wrote. (laughs) Did you write that? No, it's written right here. I think everyone might have heard the one that I'm about to tell. Why are outhouses known as international houses? I don't know. You're Russian to get there, European when you get in, and when you're out, you're Finnish. 
it, it was a better idea in my head when I was like when I saw it and I was like, let's tell outhouse jokes. But this will be good. This will be fun. This will be Monday awesome. Thing to do, right? No. Hey, you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're just doing outhouse jokes, and we had one that was sent to us that's actually kind of funny. It's a limerick, right? So we need Irish music. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, and we got a real life leprechaun oh, on the show with Peter. us. Peter. Peter! Peter is back! Oh, slap me! <laughs> slap! Keep slapping me! <laughs> Hard! Alright, so Someday I am gonna slap you. <laughs> gonna slap in a tickle! Slap in a tickle for Peter! There once was a man from St. Clyde who fell into an outhouse and died. Likewise, his brother fell into another. Now... They're interred side by side. You have a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> I'm not Irish, and my name isn't Peter. For a Peter the Leprechaun, you have a horrible Irish oh. Horrible. You deserve a slap for that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a reward for him? <laughs> the Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now... Brent Johnson. You know, one of the things that we need to keep in mind as we exit the pandemic is that uh, times might be tough for a little while. There's going to be government cuts because of a lack of money. Uh-huh. They need to be really smart about, you know, what and where they spend their money on. Healthcare, military, and a new house for Justin Trudeau. That's the proposed plan. Uh, 24 Sussex Drive needs to be demolished, and a new house needs to be built for the Prime Minister. It's not good enough for him. Even though it was good enough for Stephen Harper and his 25 cats, the uh, plans for the new castle for the Prime Minister have been released, and they include a few interesting details. Like, there is a no-semi-parking area around the entire property. And they're actually installing a moat that goes all the way around, which is specifically designed to keep Dodge Rams from crossing. Don't worry, though, because uh, Castle Le Trudeau is needed. And once it's built, the president of Kyrgyzstan will finally have a comfortable place to stay when he visits us. The Grant Report is brought to you by the new Edmonton Glory Hole Tours Fanny Packs, available for purchase right now. Stylish and fun. Get yours by clicking the link on any of our social media. And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll. Grant, give us the rundown. Yeah, it went all weekend. It was, does our fearless leader, Justin Trudeau, deserve a bigger home? Because there's a story... the government uh, crown corporation that runs the buildings in Ottawa says we need to build a new home. Yes. So th- just over 300 votes over the weekend. Yes, finished in third place, 20% <laughs> of the vote. No was at 36% of the vote. And then yes, but in Cuba was the winner of the Twitter poll. So it looks like we do need a new home for our just fearless leader. On an Old island. <laughs> um, it's interesting because... I put this out on Friday after the story came out, and I got bombarded with tweets. Oh yeah, from people that were very upset with with me about the uh, about the 
It's not Justin Hardest. Trudeau's house. Yes. It's the prime minister. He doesn't even live there. He doesn't even. Yeah, it, 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 you're just you're just trying to have some fun with it. <laughs> People get quite you're upset. You're making this a partisan thing. You need to stop this immediately. <laughs> I guess what? if you're going to have some impact. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Do you even know what Sussex Twenty Four Sussex Drive is? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Like, do you know how poorly run down it is? <laughs> There's asbestos in that building. Yeah. Would you want to live in that building? I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> Jimmy has asbestos. He's got formaldehyde bricks. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fine. Look at him. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So it's official. They've accepted his offer. So, yeah, the move this morning is Twitter is poised to agree to a sale um, to Elon Musk for about $43 billion in cash. Hmm. I keep reading. So they're saying it could fall apart at the last minute, um, but they're going to accept it. I keep reading this all these negative stories about Elon Musk owning Twitter, and I... I think a lot of people. I don't get it. I don't. Understand don't why really trust are... Elon that much. He does seem to have some shadiness to him, right? Or like, yeah, I guess um, so. But, but yeah, what is he gonna do to Twitter? Like, is it the end of the world? It, let, let's say he brings Trump. Like, what's is that the end of the world? Yeah, no, it's just Twitter. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. One thing they're worried about is okay if. I've seen this. If Elon Musk owns it, he owns Twitter, he could start selling more of your personal information to people around the world. Everyone's doing that anyway already. Yeah. Like, that's that's already happening. You're, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to understand from the perspective of the people that are concerned about... but. The one article I read was like, this is the end of the free world as we know it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it basically it was Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, and see, I'm like, I don't what? get that. It's I don't Twitter. understand. It's just, it's, it's just, Twitter. Who cares? It's a social media platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we know much about the people that have owned it before? Are, are they so trustworthy? Like, I don't. Jack Dorsey. Yeah. I don't understand what the massive concern is. I, am I missing something? Jimmy? Are you concerned that Elon Musk will potentially own Twitter? Like, do, do you think it's the end of the free world, or, or do you think I don't know? Like, why would it be? Uh, what's this not yeah, people are Facebook. wound up. Well, like, I think the, like, yeah, he's publicly. What's that? That's a public company. Yeah, but isn't Twitter also going to be a public? No, he's taking it private. He's taking it private, so he'll be able yeah. to make some changes to it. Well, if you yeah. don't like it, then get off of it. You don't need to be on Twitter, not right? I don't even think the majority of people on the planet are on Twitter. I think more than half the people in the world are on Facebook, right? Is that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the numbers. I think it's close to 50% of the planet's on on Facebook. I think it's like something like 23% or something. 35.6% of the global population used Facebook. Okay, so it's got to be a lot lower than that for Twitter then. Yeah. It's probably... Because Twitter teens. is like, out of, say, the three, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I think Twitter's always been the last place. Yeah. And isn't yeah. Instagram also owned by Facebook? Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe somebody has some insight as to why this is deemed so egregious. 
like I said, I am not a Trump fan. I, 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 I don't. I hope to God he doesn't win again. Mm-hmm. But if that's the worst thing in the world to have Trump back on Twitter, I'll be honest. He was entertaining. He was quite funny on Twitter. He said he wouldn't go back on Twitter. But you know that's not true. That's total. That's total BS. <laughs> He'd be on there immediately. Immediately, yeah. he he likes the attention too much. Mm-hmm. He would. He basically ran the country from Twitter. He did <laughs> for <Literally>. four years. <laughs> he was on the toilet tweeting things out. Yeah, like we get in here. We knew what time it was, mm-hmm. where he was. We'd get in at work, and there would have been like a. Three o'clock in the morning, his time tweet that was sent. Listen, I realize you can schedule tweets, but I don't think he was scheduling tweets. No. I legitimately think he was sitting on his gold toilet (laughs) and firing off stuff at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Coming down from Adderall. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Having a Big Mac. The city of Edmonton is committed to ensuring the success of the second best summer ever for its residents. That's why this year, we're taking a more eco-friendly approach to our seasonal task of controlling the burgeoning mosquito population. Our unique and innovative approach will empower our citizens to do all the work for us. Studies conducted by consultants that you overpaid for have found that the less we actually do and the more of this burden we shift upon you, the more positive impact it has on the environment. The city of Edmonton is committed to doing the absolute bare minimum to ensure maximum benefits to the environment are achieved. If our incredible lack of efforts laid out in this fantastic plan don't succeed, it will be because of you. We're certain you'll do your civic duty by constantly monitoring and ridding your properties of standing water daily. Your commitment to emptying pools and hot tubs whenever they aren't in active use, ceasing any sort of garden or lawn watering to ensure our city looks like a deserted wasteland, and by removing outdoor water bowls, you can adopt a more holistic approach to dehydrating your pets with intermittent water fasting. Some helpful tips that are definitely not endorsed by our public health officials also include using topical mosquito repellents. Public health is definitely not telling you that solutions containing DEET are the only effective products to mitigate hungry mosquitoes. Placing 100% of the risk of cancer, seizures in children, and birth defects on Edmontonians will ensure the success of this new program. With the amount of precipitation over the last few months, we suggest you get an early start on implementing our comprehensive and progressive program. Remember, success from our lack of hard work relies completely on you, Edmonton. Now get out there and drain those puddles. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I posted a picture of my wife in the uh, Ladies Love the Locker Room t-shirt that I bought her. Yeah. Put that up on my social media. Oh, she didn't buy it herself? No, I bought it. You had to get that ordered. (laughs) That was her birthday present. (laughs) So I put on the post. I said, she kind of has to because she's my wife. And one of my favorite comments was from Kirk. No, she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to any of our social media, uh, we're up. It's up on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think the boys also did the same thing. There's a link to our merch page. There's a new item up there as of yesterday it's the uh, glory hole fanny packs i can't remember i think it was terry or something like that sent us a text last week that he said he would buy a a a glory holes fanny pack yes these actually look cool i might actually buy some for the whole family (laughs) christmas 
So, yeah, go have a look at that. It's got a picture of uh, Jimmy's mug on it. Mm-hmm. This is also the last week for the Ukraine Alex uh, De Rebekov charity drive. We're trying to raise money. If you don't know who he is, if you go to the page, there's actually a, a link to an interview and, and an explanation as to what he's doing. He's um, he's a Ukrainian, and when the conflict started, he didn't want to leave, but he wanted to help out. So what he started to do was he put together a group of people. He had good contacts. He, he basically sat his wife down and said, "We can't leave, but I'm not a I'm not a fighter. I don't like I'm not going to be on the front lines yeah. here. So, but I think I can help because I'm organized and I've got contacts and and I can make things happen. And he started to put together this group of people. Um, that was delivering things to the people that were caught in the bomb shelters. Yeah, they were hiding out in subways and shelters. And, and stuff. that that's morphed into this whole operation about helping people out in Ukraine. Um, and I don't think I need to explain to you how necessary uh, what he's doing is right now. He lives just outside of Kiev. And, um, yeah, I got to thank Colin Bruce, too. When mm-hmm. he found out that we were doing this, he he contacted us and said, can I throw 1500 bucks at the cause? And, and then we're selling a uh, Slava Ukraine shirt. It's a yellow shirt. It's on the on the on the merch page as well and 100% of the proceeds are going to 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 him. They do this podcast in the afternoon yeah. and when we found out about this guy we got him on on Zoom and we were interviewing him and just the most likable guy in the world. Really cool story so we wanted to do something and uh, help him out. So far with just cash donations with Colin Bruce mortgage team helping us out uh, and the sale of the shirts were we're at over 5000 bucks we're going to be able to send them so what i'm going to do in the at the in the weekend is that we're going to go in do a final total and we're going to send them a chunk of change so that'll go a long way and again that uh, that will end this weekend the the Slava Ukraine t-shirts that are up there and now the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So, Star Wars Day is coming. It's right around the corner. It's at May the 4th. Be with you. Yeah, May the 4th is the ever in your favor. Okay. And so, what what they are doing, they are releasing uh, basically a Boba Fett special. On that day, oh no! Uh, on Star Wars Day, it's actually be uh, exactly like the Disney Gallery, like the making of for the Mand- uh, Mandalorian when it first came out. So it's going to be all the behind the scenes. You're going to see some oh, bloopers. Oh, it's okay. You're going to see some bloopers, some interviews with some of the directors, actors. That's coming um, out on on, on the Disney Channel on, on Disney on the streaming, Plus. Yes, on the streaming thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be coming out on May the fourth, and then on. Then uh, later on, on Star Wars Celebration is going to be when they release. And then, of course, a huge wrestling event. Star Wars uh, Celebration is... It's a different day? It's the anniversary of the original release of Star Wars in 1977. So it's... A special Star Wars edition of wrestling, too. Yeah, that's going to be on May the the 6th. Revenge of the 6th. Revenge of the 6th. Yeah. Where there's going to be a special uh, lightsaber demonstration in the middle of the ring okay. by yours truly. Okay, awesome. Jedi Jimmy. 
<laughs> We're not kidding. Like, get your tickets now. Yeah, they're going hot. With, so Monster hot Pro Wrestling on Facebook, you can buy tickets in advance for yep. that. Yes, so that's you can. next, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then Jimmy's yeah, going to be, be on a Friday. Taking okay. some time off work to go on tour with the wrestling group across Canada, I believe. Okay, hold on. I'm not taking time off. Can you please... Is he listening? I don't know. I don't think our boss is listening. Okay. Do me a favor. Can you please ask him for time off to tour with Monster Pro Wrestling? <laughs> Just make sure that Grant and I are in the room. <laughs> hey, uh, Monster Pro Wrestling's going on tour. Yeah. We're hitting I'm up gonna... a bunch of legions across Canada. So I'm going to be t- I'm going to be taking time off here. When is the May 6th show? May 6th? May 6th. Uh, no, what, <laughs> sorry, where is it? Is that at a special venue? No, it's, out the, it's still at the Alberta Rogers Avenue Community Center. Okay, Rogers. We, we had to up the, up the ante. <laughs> it's not at Rogers. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Today is Hug a Plumber Day. <laughs> April 25th, yeah. There you go. So if you uh, see a, a, a plumber, give him a hug. Old Jimmy. Jimmy, get over here. Get over here, you. I'm not going anywhere near you two. He's a little, little, uh, he's got the Mondays today, old Jimmy. The era of uh, White's plumbing. Wouldn't that help? Hug from your buddy Locke or Grant? No. (laughs) No, that wouldn't make you feel good? No, that would actually make me feel creepy because he always hugs the back of my head and does a little rub. Well, we could do and, either. And, and you start and you start making weird groaning noises. Okay, well we'll like, go on either side of you and give you a big bear hug, big uh, sandwich, big locker yeah, room sandwich. I'll pick you right no, up. It's because when you guys you do that, it gets all creepy. <laughs> Uh, if you see anybody from Always Plumbing and Heating, give them a big hug, too. That's right. They're yes, our show should, sponsor. should give them a plug yeah. instead of White's Plumbing. <laughs> Maybe we should do a road trip and go give them hugs. <laughs> no, no, no. Better yet, when you see one of those yellow vans, just, like, wave them over. <laughs> Pull them over on the white mud. Give them or a the, big hug. Pull over! Pull over! <laughs> I need to do something. Yeah, this is from the locker room. A big hug. Get, o- get over here, you... You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Why is this a story, Grant Johnson? Stephen King tweeted it on the weekend, and everyone was people horrified are, by it. talking about this. Yeah. They're saying it's the scariest thing Stephen King has ever written. Scarier than The Shining? Scarier than The Shining. He tweeted out what he had for dinner, and it was dinner. So this is his tweet. Get a nice salmon fillet at the uh, supermarket. Not yeah. too big. Okay. Put some olive oil and lemon juice on it. This is where it gets weird. Wrap it in damp paper towels, nuke it in the microwave for three minutes, and eat it. <laughs> that does not sound good at The fact all. that he's taking raw fish, wrapping it in, in paper towel, and then microwaving it. We've all... We've well, that all stink, too. I was going to say, we've all been in the office when somebody microwaves fish. Like, it's horrible. Is this a thing? It lasts all day. No, everyone is like, this I, is, what is wrong with you? I like cooking stuff in the mic, but I would never do fish no. of any type. No. No, like tuna, none of it. And then everyone was saying, too, like, there's a lot of chemicals in paper towel. If you're wrapping your food in it and then nuking it, we because they bleach it to make it white, right? Ironically, we don't have fish very often. Like, 
maybe once every couple of months. And we had salmon this weekend. Yeah. And my wife does salmon up, but um, she just cooks it in the oven. And she puts um, everything bagel spice on it. Have you had? Yeah, have you had I, I that? put that on a lot of stuff. Do you? Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's we the use only, that a lot. It's the only thing I know that uh, she does that with the the everything bagel uh, spice. But it, it's really good. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't know if that Some people are saying like this might that, be the shortest horror story you've ever written. Is this why Pennywise keeps eating children? Because you did this to him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> that got dark. <laughs> yeah. When he's, you, he's a weird... When you microwave your Tabor corn, Jimmy, do you wrap it in, in paper towel? Yeah, do you put anything around it? When you no, throw it in foil? Oh, he, uh, no, he no. just puts the husks. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's just straight the husk. You just Well, cut, that's cut also because you just head out right out to the field and it's fresh off the cob. Right? You're the only one I know that microwaves corn. But Yeah, but it, that's because but every time, everybody else you know... Every, uh, every time we talk about him microwaving corn, we get somebody that texts in that says, no, you can do that. That's that actually, the best way. Yeah. It's actually a thing. I It's bizarre to me that you would, because I love boiled it's, corn. Well, it's bizarre to me that that's your preferred method of eating the it. Because I would so, rather have it on a barbecue. In the we're, not, we're not getting into this. <laughs> Why? What? What's wrong? On a barbecue would be good, but yeah. it's just I don't have a barbecue, so it's yeah, actually it's, a lot of people just leave it in the husk and they put it on the barbecue yeah. while they're cooking yeah. there. No, I've I've That's done that. Good. I've done that when camping. Or are you going to say if you boil it, you take all the nutrients out? You lose some of the nutrients, no nutrients in the water. In corn, isn't there? Oh, there's all kinds of nutrients in corn. <laughs> What? You just poop it out. It looks the exact same as when it but went there's, in. But uh, there's the liquid stuff. Like to- Google that. Is there nutrients in corn? I know like, a lot of the like fitness people are like. T- I don't think corn. It's got good fiber. It might potassium. clean you up, but I don't think it. Yeah, fiber. Yeah. Yeah, it cleans you up. That's about it, dude. I don't think it's. Okay. Well, this, I believe you. This is his. <laughs> You can believe what you want. I'll believe what I want. Yeah. And I'm not going outside with wet hair. <laughs> One just cup because of coffee you're then. from Tabor doesn't mean you need to... Just because you're not... corn. Like, it doesn't make any sense, Jimmy. Like, remember when Jimmy was trying to tell us that beet rum was delicious? Because the sugar beets were from Tabor? It was okay. No, I it mean, was horrible. You didn't like the beet rum? I got a bottle of that afterwards, and... I gave it to some guys that were out golfing. They needed birdie juice, and they were mad at me. <laughs> and I was like, I had a bottle of Screech. They're like, we would have taken the Screech. Over the beet Over rum. Over the beet rum, yeah. Okay, I remember we had a shot of it yeah. at the golf course on one of those taster <laughs> things. So I tried it after and that, I and I was like, ooh, it. that's not drinkable. <laughs> yeah, D- Jimmy defends anything and everything from Taylor. Yeah. Yes. This is Show Local, some love on 95.7 Cruise FM. Today, we are joined by Jen Gardner and very lucky to have Ryan Belleville with us as well. Um, Jen, we'll start with you, the development manager for Make-A-Wish. Thank you for your time, Jen. Thanks for having us. And you're on today to talk about an upcoming fundraiser. Yeah, we are talking about the Comics and Kids Comedy Gala. Now, who are the comics and is one with us, Jen? <laughs> yeah, our, our headliners are the wonderful Ryan Belleville, who is with us today, and Nikki Payne. Uh, she's an East Coaster, and she's graciously coming out to visit us, as well as we have Rapid Fire Theater also doing a set. We do have to say that Ryan is from, what was the show? Working Moms. No, no, the other one you brought up. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe Mr. you were the slime master at Mr. one point. Mr. Slime Master. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh-oh. 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 Yeah. The classic uh, YTV show where we would kids love that. I've showed it to my kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I wore 120 different outfits and uh, was, yeah, slimed everything. I used to watch that show all the time. Oh, yeah, it was classic. It was that's, a good game. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you've got something that a lot of uh, uh, parents that, that are in this business don't have. Like, you have something that they look up to. Like, oh, my that? kids could care less about my, like what I do. Your kids are excited about your, your the fact that you were on YTV. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, they don't know what YTV. They don't even know what real TV is anymore. No, they're no, like was, they're, they're like, why can't I stream the TV more, Dad? I'm like, ah, you don't get it. I was watching something the other day, and Nora was like, the commercial came on, and she's like, where'd the show go? I was like, it's a commercial, and she's like, what? <laughs> what is? Oh that? yeah, we were we were just in a hotel with the kids. My daughter's hitting the fast forward button in the hotel on the remote <laughs> through the commercials. I'm like, you gotta suck it up. I grew up in Calgary where like we had almost no channels with three channels. And I remember, I think it was channel seven in Calgary just showed hot air balloons until (laughs) like, like 10 AM or something. Like it was just hot air balloons. Yeah. If you were up too early, you couldn't watch TV. There's no TV. Just like hours and hours of balloons <laughs> floating near mountains. And I'm like, I don't know what the obsession in Alberta was. And you'd with watch hot air it balloons too. Yeah. You'd sit down and watch it. Yeah, you would. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would watch it for hours. Yeah, there's all sorts of things going on. There's also a local connect with the Rapid Fire Theater, right, Jen? That's right. They're going to do a, another set to kind of warm up the audience a little bit and uh, get those laughs started. One thing that we should hit too is uh, there's some chances to win that night as well, Jan. Yes, we have a diamond tennis bracelet graciously uh, donated by Paris Jewelers that we are going to raffle off as well as because what we learned through the pandemic is that Alberta loves the 50-50. Mm-hmm. So we are also going to have a 50-50 that night. Uh, and there's going to be an online auction. And where can people get tickets for the event? They can go to makeawish.ca slash comedy gala. And that will take you to our landing page where you can click to buy tickets. So the comic and kids presented by IG Wealth Management Comedy Gala in support of Make-A-Wish, uh, Northern Alberta. Give us the date one more time, Jen. It's going to be May 6th at the Westbury Theater. So we have lots of time to get tickets. Yes, but get them fast because they're going to sell it soon. <laughs> Ryan, thank you for doing this. We really appreciate I'm so it. Excited. I'm so excited to come back to Alberta. It's such a great cause and it's going to be an awesome night. Thank you very much. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.